Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, Tiffany Hoyd. And as always, you're listening to Hall's Havens Riled Up. We're riled up to bring you the hottest Washington football team topics with a twist. I have my girl, my co-host with me, Alana Bearfield. What's up, Alana? What's up, Tiffany? I hope everything's going well on your end. I know listeners right now are a little shaken up by the last few weeks of what we've seen with the Washington football team. That's a fact. Um, I would be shaken up. Um, <laughs> I am shaken up because things were looking up. It was really good week one. And then all of a sudden, we just got hit by a train or something. Because No, I'm serious. Because it has been awful. Like, um, what? I mean, I'm, I'm speechless. We look up, and Dwayne Haskins, we're talking about get him the ball, get him the ball early, get the tempo up. He's throwing a bunch of interceptions the next game, and then we come back, and he's benched. He's third on the depth chart. We Honestly, Tiff, we went from – losing it's a losing streak right now that, that's what we're on and things are not getting better and I'm all for rebuilding right I, I want to see this team succeed but I think there's just too much money and time for a lack of direction like this right now absolutely too much time and money for um we, we heard our guys over well, we heard our guy Brian Stab at Colt of Colt he was talking about there, it lacks clarity and in uh, benching Dwayne Haskins. But I think that he was being extremely nice in saying that because it was just downright like, I don't know whether we're coming or going at this point. Now, I can hope for the best and I can, I can hope that, um, you know, we're going to maybe see some development of uh, Alex Smith because he was a great story. He was able to come back. I cannot stress that enough. Like, Alex Smith is the silver lining for his fortitude. Like as a sports fan, as just a human being who knows like how much adversity like I can take. And he, mm-hmm. really, he really did it. And I wish we had a better storybook ending for him, but I was just so like overwhelmed as to see his family there in the stands. That was just, they, they allowed him, 
And it, because it is allowing him, because if you see someone that you love go through that hurt like that, um, to like give him back to the world in the way they did. So I, I, my hat's off to them as people, as general people, they were the silver lining in it all. Exactly, Tiff, I couldn't agree with you more. I'm so proud of Alex Smith. I, honestly, a little disgruntled by his team. We have to see how Sunday against the Giants, you know, how that works out. But here to discuss the Haskins fiasco and what's new in our favorite drama series is none other than Bryce Butler. Now, Butler is a former cornerback for the Raiders, Cowboys, Cardinals, and Dolphins. He now has a great YouTube series centered around the big, great game of golf and no a better place than Arizona as well. I'm so excited to bring Butler in right now. Appreciate you having me, uh, guys having me on, you ladies having me on. Um, I'm gonna be excited to talk about the Washington FedEx team world. Yes, yes. Um, but before we get into all that, can you like tell us a little bit more? I was watching your YouTube channel. Like just tell us a bit more about what you're doing and um, off the field and, and later in your life after your career. Uh, well, with the YouTube stuff, I always had a, a thought to just do, you know, do more in the media space. Um, I've never been one to shy with the camera in my face. You know, I've always kind of liked it, you know, and figured I had a lot of ideas of things that I wanted to do, like while I was playing or currently playing. Um, but I didn't feel like I had the time for it. Um, and then once I got let go by the Dolphins last year, I was training every day, trying to stay ready. If I got a call, the call didn't come. So by the end of the year, I was like, I have to like try to get some of this stuff, you know, running. You know what I'm saying? Like once 2020 hits, because, you know, I'm still going to try to play. But if, you know, I can't just sit here training every day and then like not play and like not make no money. Like that's just not gonna you know that's not gonna fly so um once kind of once the spring kind of like hit I was like you know what like I'm still gonna train like I'm still training now like I still train four to five times a week just in case um because it doesn't really hurt me to work out but um I started putting uh like my YouTube channel into motion it's initially was not meant to just be golf related it was kind of just meant to be like everything that I do which was like you know fashion shows red carpet events whatever um and getting into a, a point where like I'm hosting these events um and then obviously like in game is like being on like entertainment tonight or something like that right you know um that was like the start but then with COVID hitting you know there's no more there's no currently no more fashion weeks there's no more you know you know Grammy awards and all that type of stuff going on, SP awards and stuff like that. So it it kind of just turned into me just doing a lot of golf, you know, because obviously I can golf, you know, golfing in Arizona never stopped, yeah. um, you know, when COVID happened. So, um, you know, teamed up with a, a group of younger guys um, that have been doing it for a while and uh, just been doing that. And it's been going good so far. Like I got, I opened my, I think, YouTube channel up in like March or April, started actually posting videos in April. And I have over 16,000 subscribers right now, um, which from I hear in the YouTube world, that's fast. Because like, I, I, you know, I had no clue 
you know, I have a homegirl that, that does it out here. And she was like, yo, like, you already have, like, 15,000. And I'm like, is that a lot? You know, like, I don't know. Like, I, all I know is my Instagram. All I know is my Twitter. And, you know, I built that over time. And I don't even really remember because it wasn't, like, a thing to where I was like, oh, I hope to have this amount of followers, right? Like, it was always just, I have more followers than you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when you look at your teammates, you're like, oh, I got more than you. You got 10,000. Oh, I got 11. You know what I mean? That's all that was. And then it just, at one point, just blew up. I think it was because I was playing for the Cowboys. We were on national TV a lot. Um, my Instagram blew up a little bit. But that just kind of happened. But, you know, with this YouTube thing, like, I'm actually building it. Like, I, you know, I'm purposefully building it up. And so, like, yeah, like, you know, as it's been rising, I'm like, I don't know. Like, am I supposed to be at 16? Is this too fast? Is this slow? I want more, you know, like, who knows, right? So um, I've been doing that um, and then just, you know, hanging around the house with my wife and my son, um, you know, just being able to spend as much time as possible. Um, obviously, when you're working or if you're out of the house working, you know, seven to five, like I was in football, like, you just don't spend a lot of time you're not able to spend that time like that and even in the off seasons you know while you're home more you're still like I'm training I'm doing this I gotta go here I gotta fly here and train here for two weeks I gotta you know what I mean and right now or this year 2020 was the first year that I really was like I'm gonna train where I live I'm not going anywhere I'm not spending no extra money you know what I'm saying because if I don't get picked up you know I can't really justify it so um yeah, I mean, that's what I've been doing and just building um, all that stuff up. It's been fun. It's it's different. Um, I don't want to say it's tough because I don't think it's tough. It's just something that's different. So it's been no, cool. No, I mean, yeah, congratulations. Uh, just seeing all the subscribers coming your way on your YouTube channel. That is amazing. And just the amount of work that you're doing and the content that you are producing. It speaks volumes of who you are. Um, what What is next? Where, where do you see this YouTube channel going? You know what? That's a good question. I think I'm like too much in the infancy stages of it to really kind of know. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like what I know what I I know what I want to do um, is, you know, like host a TV show or be on TV at some point doing something right. Like it doesn't have to be football. It could be, it could be basketball, whatever. Um, but for me right now, I'm just using it as training. You know, like I got the camera on my face. I'm talking, you know, sometimes I got to talk off the cuff. Sometimes I can kind of like methodically think what I'm going to say. Um, I have a TV show within my YouTube um, called Back Nine with Bryce. I don't know if you guys saw it, but I did a video with Patrick Peterson where it was like more of an interview. And that's a, that's a separate thing. It's in my YouTube, but that is a separate thing that I'm trying to build out and have it like legit, like legit, you know, like really nice TV show. We're golfing, but we're having, you know, it's an interview. So like the people that I have, um, you know, primarily trying to have as many black people as I can get on it. You know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like with the game of golf, a lot of people in the inner community, inner cities, minority communities don't really look at the game of golf as something that's accessible to them. And I want young kids. Like I said, I got a little two, two year old that I'm trying to just ingrain in golf. Like the place that I, uh, the place that I came to get this physical therapy work, it's actually a golf like training place. And so while we were waiting, I had my little 
my son's like toddler golf clubs and he was in the room hitting, you know, um, shots and stuff like that. So I want young kids to be able to see people like us play golf and see that it's fun and see that it's not like a, a game where we don't belong, you know? So um, like to answer your question, I'm just gonna keep building it and we'll see, you know? Um, we'll see. possibilities. Endless, endless. Right. And it's important that athletes who are transitioning or like trying to get back into the league or um, can see your story and see how you can use your network and you're just that really that grind nature that's in you as an athlete, especially a professional athlete, to not stop, to keep going. And really you've turned it into something. You've been out of football, what, six, seven months, if we count? Been off of a, uh, I've been off of a team on a roster since September 2019. Okay, all right. So, but still, like, for you to come out and immediately say, all right, it's go time, and to create your brand and grow it, and even though if you don't, if you're not sure what direction you're going, I will say that, you know, hats off to you to continue to make it happen. So, Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but for our for our team who's trying to figure it out and it <laughs> – we're trying not to be uh, on the sideline much longer as a as a professional organization. You've seen Washington football, and you you've kind of seen the woes and the fact that we've been down a couple decades. Uh, mm-hmm. Recently, we had this uh, Dwayne Haskins situation. He, we went from getting him the ball more and getting fast paced, or meaning like making it fast paced from the beginning of the game. Um, to try and like adjust to his skill set to a Browns game where he didn't really show up for us. And people say, well, is it offensive spacing? What's your thoughts on Dwayne Haskins and uh, how his development is going? Well, yeah, like, so like from what I remember, mind you, everybody that's watching this, I'm a cowboy guy. So I'm not, I don't have the, the skins on the TV every weekend, right? Um, but from what I remember, y'all won a game, the first game of the season, um, y'all, y'all beat somebody that nobody was expecting y'all to beat. Who was it? Was it Philly? Yes, we beat Philly, but they were, yes, we beat Philly. But, but still like nobody was expecting the skin or not the skin, I'm sorry, the Washington football team to beat the Eagles. Right. So, um, early it was a, oh snap, like, are they going to like. You know what I'm saying? Are they going to be fired? Like Dwayne Haskins, you know, he's starting, you know, everything's working out. And then as things have been going on, obviously there's been a lot of things going on within that organization from just the name change to like people finding out how messed up the organization is to Ron Rivera having cancer or whatever, you know, dealing with all this stuff. So there's been a lot of stuff happening. And then Alex Smith, you know, having that compound fracture, I think that he had just having like a million surgeries and now he's back. Um, and really, I mean, back to my Cowboys days, up until that injury, well, that season in 2018, before Alex Smith got hurt, like y'all were looking like a force. Like, yeah, it was like five and one, I think. And then we, we came in and was playing y'all. And I think, I think the week prior, it was like an October 20th game. The week prior to us playing y'all was the week that Alex got hurt. Mm-hmm. And then we were sorry at the time, honestly. We couldn't really win games. We beat y'all. And then 
we went this way, y'all went that way. Right. Um, and so ever since then, you know, you guys have been trying to figure it out because it's been the quarterback, you know, the quarterback position. Um, but there's, I think it's more to it than just the quarterback spot because the, the, the big offensive tackle, um, what's his name? Um, Black the brother. Um, yeah, Trent Williams. Yeah, I'm sorry. Is it Williams? Yeah, yeah T-Dub, like Trent Williams, he wanted to get out of there. You know, Orlando Scandrick was up there for a little bit. And I remember I had an opportunity to go up there and I asked him about it. And he was like, bro, you don't want to do it. Like, it's, it's bad. Like, you don't want to do it. Um, so, sorry, one second. So, um, to go with the Dwayne Haskins stuff, I think when you have a bad organization, it's tough to kind of get a gauge on a quarterback because the situation around them isn't like ideal, right? Like you would rather have an older veteran quarterback that kind of like knows like the ins and outs of the game that you like that losing some games isn't going to mess with his like confidence and where he feels like he stands in the NFL um, than having a young rookie or like he was a rookie last year, you know, you're trying to develop them, you're trying to develop them, and you're just losing games. And then you're taking them in and out of the starting lineup. And then it's like, his confidence is messed up. I mean, the last guy that I remember that had a situation where he was a first rounder, he got drafted, they started him at, you know, a few games too early, and they benched him. And then basically, he could never really get back on his feet was EJ Manuel up in the Buffalo Bills. They start, he got drafted first round, started, they benched him, and it was it was all she wrote. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like I I always like I always feel like if you're gonna error with a drafting like, like a high grade quarterback and your team is not good, you need to let him sit. Like you can't play him because it's just gonna mess with his confidence. You know, like there's not too many, I would say. Derek Carr situations. I started with the Raiders. There's not too many Derek Carr situations where his rookie season, we were three and 13, but he wasn't going in and out of starting. Like he was the guy. Right. And then the next year he was the guy. And then they were like seven and nine. Then the next year he was still the guy, 12 and four. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, now he has his ebb and flows. Like he kind of knows where he fits in, you know, like, and now they're good again. Right. You know, they got, he's had three different head coaches since he's been there. Right. Yeah. So now they're finally getting to where the Raiders are where they want to be. And now their team is good. Now Derek can just play football. Right. Um, and the situation with Dwayne Haskins, you have to nurture him in that situation. If he's going to be the guy, he has to be the guy. You have to show him, show all of us. He's your guy. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't do that, it messes with your confidence. Like, I think the hardest thing to do is to get to the NFL and have a coach or have an organization put in you, you know, you're going from playing and not playing, playing and not playing, playing and not playing. Because now everybody sees it. Like, everybody sees it. You guys are talking to me, a guy that really has no relation right. to the Washington Redskins, and we're talking about Dwayne Hassett. You know what I'm saying? And so when you're younger, you listen to all that stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And hopefully, I don't know Dwayne, never met him. I don't know him, but I hope he has a strong mindset about himself and a strong self-confidence to where he's telling himself, it doesn't matter what's going on. I'm still the man. I'll be fine. Because if he has that mindset, 
when he goes back out there, he'll light it up. If he doesn't have that mindset, he'll go out there second guessing. He throws a pick in the first quarter. Uh, they, are they going to take me out? Now I can't make a mistake. Now he's not making the right, the right passes. You know what I'm saying? Like all of that stuff runs into it. Like a lot of people, they look at us like we're gladiators. We are, but we are still people with brains and we think about things, right? Um, there's a there's a scripture verse in the Bible that says, um, don't cast away your confidence because it has great recompense of reward, right? That goes with anything in all areas of life, right? Yeah. If, a, if a man doesn't have the confidence to go talk to the girl that he thinks is cute that lives next door to him, <laughs> he's gonna miss out on a shot, right? But if he has, like, but we all know, and I'm pretty sure you two ladies know, there's always that guy that has too much confidence, but he's always gonna shoot a shot, right? But, you know, he'll have more opportunities than not because he has the confidence to just keep shooting. He doesn't care if a girl says no, he'll just keep going. But we do know there's the guys that if he does shoot a shot because it takes him a long time to shoot it, he shoots it, gets shut down, he gonna go and you know, he ain't gonna be probably never talk to you again. You know what I'm saying? Because of the fact that he's like, oh man, you don't know how long it took me to even to come up and talk to you. And then you shot me down. And really you just want him to come harder. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's the same thing with football. Like if he has the confidence to get through this scenario and keep going, he will be fine. He'll be successful. Um, but there's a lot of pressure on him. There's a lot of stress on him. There's a lot of, he's a first rounder and he's going in and out of this stuff. Um, and it's just tough. So I hope, I don't, and mind you, I don't know what the heck is going on. I just know that he was starting. Now he's not. Then the guy from Carolina, I think, played this last week, got his head took off. And now Alex Smith is back into the fold. So, you know, who knows, you know what I'm saying? Who know? Like, if Alex Smith, after a few games, gets back to Alex Smith. We're moving. We're shaking. We're we, moving. Yeah, like nobody's tripping about Dwayne Haskins. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like, you know, do we need to stop this guy? Like, you know, do we feel like Alex Smith can be here for a while or can he build him up? The last guy that Alex Smith built up was Patrick Mahomes. Can Dwayne turn into that? You know what I mean? There's going to be a lot of things that they think about after. Um, and we'll just have to see. Time will tell, you know? Right, right. Bryce, you, you mentioned some really great points, especially with confidence translating into the game for Haskins. Um, and also, if Haskins is that that guy for everyone, is, is he going to be that guy for Rivera in the future? Um, he's certainly at question. Um, and he, Rivera, we've heard from him him repeatedly saying that he's not quitting on him. He has hopes for him to succeed. Um, but there, it's been a lot of um, a lot of factors. You know, this is not the regular season. COVID is real. Um, there's a lack of preseason games that are part of it and kind of translating into that slow start that we did see. But, you know, now we look at Haskins and he has this illness. He was out for Sunday's game. He was out for two practices. What were your initial thoughts when you heard about the illness? The reason why he didn't play this week because he's sick. That's what we heard, and there's a lot of speculation around that. Um, you're, a lot of people are like, "Is that just the story that they're telling us?" But uh, yeah, so they they he had a stomach illness, and then also they moved him to third string on the depth chart. So yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some yeah. ruin over there uh, because like. 
especially with right now, with COVID, Correct. you know, if you were sick, it would just be, you got COVID, right? Back, I mean, before this even happened, if you had the flu, you still had to come to work. Like, you know, like they never, like you still had to practice. <laughs> like the only way, like I played in the NFL for six and a half years. If you, I've been in seven training camps. There's really only been two times, maybe three times. I can count on one hand how many times a guy came in with the flu and got sent home, right? Like, you get the flu and you still got to practice. You still got to play. Like, in football, like, there's no, you're not coming to work because you're sick. Like, so it could be a family situation. It could be anything. It could, it could just be something to where they're trying to just get it on the books so that, you know, there's something, you know, that people aren't looking into that they don't want people looking into. I'm sorry for my son in the background. Um, but uh, we'll see, right? Like if, if he comes back, if he comes back, is he still not back? It's Friday. Is he still not back from last week? Uh, we heard today that uh, Coach Ron Rivera at practice, he practiced today, Haskins, and he said he looks okay. good, and the press said he looks good, but uh, we're going to find out tomorrow when this episode comes out that whether or not he's actually going to play. And so that's that's a whole other thing. Is it the stomach virus, or is it just you don't want to play him? Um, so, right. yeah, there's a lot in the air. We've heard new things from the camp. This guy, we heard about Haskins maturing and showing leadership up until week two. Then we started to hear little <laughs> it's like, oh no, he's not a leader. He's not mature. The whole offseason, it's it's a it's a political game, as you know. You were professional at this, and it's a media game. So whatever the fans think, the media thinks, and whatever anybody's putting out about you, that can be tough. And Haskins, like you said, he's a very young guy. Um, you liken them a lot. The liken the situation to EJ Manuel, where Joe Gibbs came out and he likened it to perhaps, uh, hopefully for the future of the team, a Mark Ripon, where he went he went on to win a Super Bowl and become MVP because he was benched by Joe Gibbs. So there's a possibility of that. Yeah, we we will see um, if it's a situation to like we'll we'll t like time will tell, right? Um, if he, if today was his first practice, he's not playing Sunday. If like, lit, like that's just typically NFL protocol. Like if he wasn't in the building until like today and then he practiced, he's not playing because I mean, you know, you had the whole week to game plan. Like they're not just going to throw it. Like this is not like, this is Tom Brady, right? This is not Drew Brees to where they can miss Wednesday, Thursday, and then, like, their shoulder feels better Friday, throw a couple passes and play, right? This is not that scenario. Um, so, I can tell you, like, I, I'll put $100 on it. He ain't playing Sunday. Um, and so, we, we will see, though, I guess next week, Wednesday, when they have the first practice, um, is he running with the ones or is he kind of just rolling in there, you know? Um and that's going to depend on the scenario. Uh, and I guess, I, I guess it depends on Alex Smith too. Cause I mean, I don't know what his contract's looking like. I don't know what management feels about Alex Smith. I don't know that, but I know Alex Smith got brought over there on a big contract when he did. 
Um, so if he goes there and has a really outstanding game, who do, who do you guys play this week? Play the Giants. So this is a game where he can get a little. Active. If y'all don't beat the Giants, if y'all don't beat the Giants, I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know what they're gonna do with anything. Yeah, don't. We all know the Giants is bad. Jesus. <laughs> but what do you um, think of Alex Smith, though? Say that again. I'm sorry. But what do you think of Alex Smith? Alex Smith's a good quarterback. I mean, I played against him when I was in uh, Oakland, the Chiefs, and barely, I never was able to beat him except for one time. Um, and then when I, it wasn't until I got to Dallas until I had, you know, like really good success against him, you know, uh, playing against him when he was with the Chiefs and I didn't play with him against him when he was with the Redskins. But I mean, I mean, if you look at his career, Alex Smith's a winner. Um, he just hasn't won the big game. Obviously, uh, when they went to the Super Bowl, he got benched. They put Kaepernick in, and, you know, Kaepernick took over. They went to the Super Bowl, whatever. Um, but, I mean, I think he has a winning record. Um, hold on, Braden. Calm down. Stop talking. I don't need the commentary. Um, so, he's a, win- he has a, he's a winning record. He has a winning record. He's a winning quarterback. And he seems like he knows how to lead a team. I mean, if you look at how he went from the Chiefs, um, being the starter, and they were really good. They will always be like 6-0 in the beginning and, you know, end up like 12-4, and four, go to the playoffs, win one game or lose, whatever, and they will get out. Um, and then he went to the Chief, he went to the he went to the Washington football team. And then it literally was like the same thing. It was like they were almost maybe the worst team in our division at the time. And then they were 5-1, and one, him and Adrian Peterson going to work. And then he got hurt, and then it all went downhill. So, um who knows, man? Like, I'm pretty sure you guys have, you know, good weapons there. Like, every team has guys. It just depends on, um, you know, if if they can work within a system, the new system that's there, and, you know, become successful being uh, uh, together as a unit. Yeah. We, have, we have Terry McLaurin, and, of course, we have Landon Collins back there, a great defensive front. And things were looking up for us, you know? And the good news is that the good and bad news, I'm going to say bad news because, of course, Dak's injury, which I want to get your thoughts on. But the NFC East, there's room to lose a few a few games and make a run. The NFC East is horrible. Yeah, there's, there's some room to <laughs> come back. <laughs> I, it's not that bleak in terms of them trying to make a, a comeback, I guess. They can at least lead the division because – Philly, injury-ridden. The Giants, when Saquon went down, that was a wrap. Um, and then with Dak down, I I mean, I don't see it. What are your thoughts on Dak and the NFC East? Um, well, first, with the NFC East, I'll speak on that. Um, yeah, it's up for grabs. Um, speaking about my squad, the Cowboys, they have been looking horrible all year. But they have talent, and but they have a new they have a new coaching staff. I'm sorry, did you you guys got me? Sorry, somebody called me. I'm sorry. Um, Dallas, they have a new coaching staff. You know, same with you know, same with the Washington team. Um, you know, no OTAs really. You know, it's been a weird off season. So I think a lot of their woes, the Cowboys' woes, have been the same thing, right? Like everything's new. Like you know, we don't know what. 
the new coach is going to do, you know, new staff, whatever, how, you know, the new system is going to work for the, uh, the personnel that we have. Um, and so I think they've been looking trash because of that. Um, the defense is horrible. Horrible. Um, the offense is great, but they've been playing from behind all year. Right. So, you know, Dak has been, prior to Dak being hurt, Dak has been putting up crazy numbers because they got to throw the ball to get down the field at the same time. So he's throwing the ball 60 times a game. So he better have 400 some yards a game. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he's been throwing the ball well. I mean, obviously his whole career, his numbers have just been going up. You know what I'm saying? Every year. Um, and, you know, Dak is my guy, really close friend of mine. I keep in touch with him all the time. Um, been doing well. And then uh, he was turning the ball over a little bit, though. You know what I'm saying? So their offense was struggling because of turnovers, putting their defense in bad situations. Um, and he has, you know, part blame in that. So with them moving forward, my question is, is Dak's injury going to ignite a fire in that team to, you know, play for him, play harder, you know, get right, let's go. Um, Andy Dalton is the best person that could be in that position for both for both sides, for himself personally and for the organization, right? Pro bowler, playoff playoff guy. I don't think he's won a playoff game, but he's been there. He's a like he's a winner as well. You know, coming from the AFC East, yeah, AFC East, no AFC North. Um, so he knows. He know, and he's a Dallas guy. Went to TCU, so it's almost like it's prime to where it's like a almost like a, a storybook ending for him, right? Like if if he goes out and, and balls out, right? I mean, they might be like, shoot, like hey, he ain't gonna cost as much as that was gonna cost. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a Dallas kid, you know, he white. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that that all plays a factor, right? That all plays a factor. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. We, we, we talking. And so, um, I, so I think, like you said, it's up for grabs. But if I was picking two teams that would be the team that would take it, I would think it would be the Cowboys if they can, if, if Andy can go in there and take over. Or, um, or the Eagles just because of their what they've been doing in years past. But like what you said, they're always injury ridden. They're tripping. They're kind of a front running team, so they might not do well. Um, but uh, so yeah, so that answers my question. That's what I think. But I don't know. It could be anybody. the The winner of the division can have six wins. Mm-hmm. That would be horrible. Right. But that could happen, right? Um, say what now? That's what it is. That's what it's looking like. Yeah, I mean, shoot, I think one of those years that the Giants won the Super Bowl, I think they were like seven and nine, mm-hmm. something like that. Like they were bad, and they went and got in that thing and won that thing. Right. Um, so, uh, but to answer about Dak, I mean, I mean, injuries are part of the game. You never want to see one of your boys get hurt like that, right? Like if it's a little ankle split or uh, sprain or whatever, okay, but. You never want to see one of your boys do something like that, especially a guy like him. You know, he's been through a lot in his life, um, especially within the last five years. Um, and he's bounced back. He's bounced back um, and and exceeded above and beyond anybody's expectation. Maybe him for himself. Um, and he's, you know, he's 
been a great leader for that organization. Um, there's a lot of pressure being the quarterback for that organization, especially when you're black. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole another world right there. And he's he's done a great job being in that position. Um, and he's not like a he's not a fake on switch guy, right? So the the deck that you see on TV is the deck that I'm gonna see you know, sitting in the car. Like, now he might use different language for different things, but like, he's the same guy, right? It's not like he walks in the room, flips the switch and he's like, oh yeah, nah, like, that's Dak. You know, he's the same in the locker room, he's the same in the media, that's Dak. Um, so, I mean, me being close to him, I spoke to him that night, Sunday night, and I was just telling him, you know, Obviously, you're you, you're probably in pain, right? Like, and it sucks. You know, you want to prove that you know the money that you wanted, or whatever. But at the same token, bro, like you have to look at it from your life perspective. And like, you've been dealing with a lot. You came out and talked about the depression and all that stuff. Maybe you want. Maybe it wasn't over. Like, maybe you haven't dealt with it all the way yet because you have to compartmentalize some of it because of the sport that you play. You have to be a leader. You have to be the backbone for so many guys. Maybe you haven't handled that within yourself. So I was like, bro, like this could, this is a blessing for you, man. Cause like you'll be able to finally take a big breath and not have to worry about nothing football. You can watch, like if, if we're talking football, you can watch the game from the other lens. Like you're not, you're not playing right now. What would I do in this situation? what would I have done in this? You know what I'm saying? It'll just make you a better player. And then when you're talking about just yourself, just spiritually, emotionally, all that, you get time to deal with yourself. You know what I'm saying? And figure all that stuff out. So I was like, bro, like, once you got hurt, I was upset. You know, I was mad that you didn't get your contract and all that. But like, once I really sat down and thought about it, I was like, actually, bro, I think this is a this is perfect for you. You know, I'll, I know that sounds crazy. And I told him that, I was like, I think this is perfect for you, dog. And I was like, if you have the right mindset towards it, um, I think you'll come out stronger. And like, he was like, yeah, bro, like I thought about that, you know? And then I don't know if you guys saw, he posted something yesterday and kind of mentioned that. It was just like, you know, it, it'd be great for me to, you know, be on the other side of it and, you know, get, you know, get myself right and whatever. So I think for him, honestly, this, I honestly think, I think this is going to be good for him, even though, you know, he's going to have a long road to get his back, you know, his ankle and his leg back right. But I think, you know, for his head space and where he was at, I think he'll be better off. Right. We were definitely wishing him a speedy recovery. Um, and like you said, he's such a leader in the community, especially for Dallas area and just trying to lead the Cowboys. But there's been a lot of conversations when we look at his contract and what he's getting paid, look at last season on, on the off season, he, they didn't pay him at all. Uh, how do, how do you, how do you kind of manage that all? I mean, what, what advice would you give to him? Um, well, I mean, in the, this past off season, I was telling him, get your money. Right. I was telling him, Hey, Hey, get all your coins. If you believe you were 40, get 40. Cause like you've done everything for that organization since you stepped on, um, to that, to that team. And, you know, everybody was talking about, you know, is it Zeke's team or Dak's team? Um, maybe you can kind of give a little bit of, you know, Zeke the, the headway maybe the first season because, like, he was toting that thing. But, I mean, if you look the last three years, like, you can't say it was Zeke, Zeke's team. It was Dak's team. And it was, it was known that, you know, 
saying from 16 to 17, it was definitely uh, Dak's team. And so, you know, what I told him was, was like, bro, like, get your money, dog, because don't settle. Don't give them a hometown discount. You were literally discounted for four years being a fourth-round pick and going to work. Um, so, you know, I thought I thought it was going to be done quickly. Um, when it wasn't, you know, I had my speculations as to why, um, you know, and that's neither here nor there. Uh, we did. That's neither here. Yeah, that's neither, that's, that's neither here nor there. Um, but, you know, I had my thoughts about it. And then, you know, obviously when you think about it full circle, he gets hurt. And then you go, that's why a guy wants to get his pay. Because if something like that happens, you know, the things that he has done for that organization the last four years is secured in that contract that he has now. And then he's hurt. And say he can't play ever again. You know what I'm saying? At least he has a hundred million to show for or whatever million to show like, hey, this is what I did for our organization. I deserve all this money. Now, say he never plays again from a football salary perspective, you know, his first few years in the football salary probably made like three to four million. Um, obviously he was getting money off the field, but that's not football money. Um, and then this year, I think he's making what, 33, 35 in the, in the franchise tender that he signed. So he has that, that's like 38 million. And then uh, he'll play, like say he can't, like really can't get back to like what he was. He'll play like legitimately two, three seasons where a team will give him shots or Dallas will give him shots to be like, hey, like, you know, prove it again. They'll, they'll sign him to a, a decent deal, a couple more, you know, like maybe 10 to 15 million. It won't be 30. Um, unless they're just really trying to do right by him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, next year they might try to tender him again just because of what happened. Um, but, you know, but it won't be what it could have been if he would have signed that five-year deal. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes signed a big deal. You have Deshaun Watson. Um, that signed a huge deal. You know, we all felt like Dak was right in that line of getting that money. Um, and you know, Jerry could have paid him less than Deshaun Watson and still got him a really good deal. And then Deshaun got paid. Then it was like, well, Jerry messed up because now he wanted to pay Dak more, you know. So, yeah, my, you know, my advice for him was just to get your pay at the time. And now, obviously, we're, we're going to have to see how the cookie crumbles when it comes to, um, you know, his, 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 uh, his future with the Cowboys and, you know, what his money and situations could be there. Sure. Yeah, that that was very unfortunate, and that was a question I definitely wanted to ask you because, um, like you said, neither here nor there, but that that was an eyesore for a, a black quarterback who was really getting it done. Um, right. Future kind of up in the air, but I'm hoping for the best for him. Uh, he's a resilient guy. All his story is incredible. But yeah. uh, just to kind of talk about the team, Washington, and. I, I swear, I liken it to a good times. You know, you get some good, and then all of a sudden he, <laughs> he blows his knee out. You know, and all of a sudden you're back where you started, and it's damn, damn, damn. <laughs> so, <laughs> Triple so, D. Really. We have the Giants coming up. How, who do you pick for this matchup? You said if we don't, if we don't beat them, then it's something totally wrong. But do you think uh, – uh, if I mean, I, 
I want to go. If Alex Smith is starting, I want to say y'all are going to win. Um, because I mean, he's going to do. He's just going to put the team in the right position to win. Like he won't lose the game, you know. And a team like the Giants, like they can't really win the game right now, you know. So, um, it's going to. I don't want to say they're like two total, like bottom of the totem pole teams, but like they're both kind of similar right now. You know, they're both struggling, trying to figure it out. Um. But I mean, the Giants are a little bit more in a stable, like a little bit more in a stable situation, stabler situation, more stable situation than you guys are. So they might come out and just bust our head open. You don't know. They could. Uh, they put up thirty-four points against the um, the Cowboys, but the Cowboys' defense isn't good. Um, so I, I mean, I would think that the Redskins have a little bit of a better defense right now. I don't think they're getting like ran up like that, like the Cowboys are. Um, so I don't know if they're going to score that many points. But like I said, I think if Alex Smith is starting, even though I know we were talking about Dwayne Haskins, if Alex Smith is starting, I think y'all y'all should get the W. All right. You know you have to go, but just let one last question. So we look at the bubble and they had no COVID tests, positives whatsoever. And now we're looking at the NFL, completely different, not in a bubble whatsoever. And players like Cam Newton is testing positive. Uh, we look at the Atlanta Falcons, they had a shutdown for their facility, but reopened. Do you think the NFL will really get through this season? In the beginning of the season, I didn't think so. Um, I was just like, yeah, right, this is not happening. <laughs> But the way it's going right now, yeah, they will. Unless just like, unless like, unless there's a week where like eight of the games have to get canceled and removed. And then like, then there's going to be a lot of people talking like, they shouldn't be playing. This is not healthy, you know, whatever, whatever. Like, you know, um, unless that happens, I think it's going to just go through the season. Cause this is a, um, let me say this correctly. The NFL has a lot of powerful people um, within the shield and supporting the shield and, uh, everybody wants football to go. So I think, you know, I think of, like, I think people can die and they'll still try to get this season to go. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's just how people love football. So initially I was like, nah, you know, and I, I was kind of hoping it didn't cause I was like, I ain't getting no phone calls. So I hope ain't nobody can play. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but now I think uh, I think they'll get it. I think they'll get it through. Um, but I mean, at the same at the same token, like the bubble is such a different situation. Um, they can't do that in the NFL. You know, you look at a, a city like Atlanta. That's where I'm from, and they wide open. Right. Everything open. The strip clubs open. The clubs open. You see people. I see friends posting videos and pictures, and it's like, was that last year? And they're like, no, that was last night. And I'm like, what? Yeah, it's like, y'all got the cure? What y'all got? Y'all got the cure down there? What y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, golly, I need to, you know. So uh, I need to move back. But yeah, so like, I mean, every place is different, right? And mind you, Cam is from Atlanta. So Cam could have had some family members come up there or something, you know, that just came from uh, Magic City with Lou Will and gave him the COVID. You don't, I mean, you don't know because like, you know that guys are not like, oh, you can't come hang out with me. 
like no like yeah. people are still going to see people or like still having people come over stuff like that and you can't monitor what they're doing you know um so i think it will but like if it doesn't it'll be because like something crazy went down and uh a whole bunch of games got canceled um and I, I'm, I mean, honestly, I'm surprised it took this long for like that to happen because I'm like, so ain't no COVID cases going on. Like, they ain't reporting no cases. I ain't heard nothing yet. I know people doing stuff. Like, I ain't gonna say no names, but like, I know guys that are like going out, you know, hanging out. You know, they doing what they do, you know? And, and you know, you'd be like, bro, like, what are you doing? But guys are gonna do what they're gonna do, right? Obviously, we saw guys in the NBA bubble take leaves of absence to go see family and then like while they were out they like shoot I might as well go over here so I mean if you don't have that rule going on in the NFL like you can't manage them, all them guys I mean the coach is doing stuff too like it ain't just players you know what I'm saying like so yeah it, unless it gets just out of control out of hand I think but I think they will continue the season unless it just goes crazy well, that's that's it. I think that there's just so much money in it. it it's a business. They're gonna they're gonna keep going. They're gonna keep going until the money falls off, and it's not. As long as that, as long as that talent can be on that field, they don't care. <laughs> Where can people find you? Where can they follow you on social media? Uh, all my social media is the same. Um, it's Bryce with an I underscore Butler. That's through Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I don't use Facebook, but Facebook. Um, and then I have my YouTube channel where you can really just type in my name, just Bryce Butler, and it should pop up. My channel should pop up. Um, go subscribe to my YouTube. Yes. You don't got to follow me on Instagram. You don't got to do none of that. Follow your boy on YouTube. If you like golf, if you just like seeing me live, hang around, you know, cool people that like to play golf, follow your boy on YouTube. Um, Bryce Butler. You can, I think you can type in Bryce Butler Lifestyle on like the URL and then it'll pop up. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me, or you can just find me at a golf course sometime. All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank well, ladies, you. I appreciate you having me on. This is a great show. You guys are doing a great job. Keep doing your thing. All right, thank you again for your time. It was a pleasure speaking with you. All right, have a great weekend. Much love. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Riled Up. We appreciate you subscribing. We appreciate your downloads. And we appreciate you guys like taking an interest in how we're trying to do our podcast. We know it's a, it's a little different. We like to do interviews. We know you guys don't want to just hear from us. You want to hear from some people who are moving and shaking in this business. And with that being said, please, if there's anyone that you want to see on this show that you think we can get. Now you you see you can go down the list you can see you can you kind of know the guys the people we can kind of get on this show we can hook it up and we'll try our hardest right but please DM us comment it below whatever um, you can follow me on Instagram at ttalegend that's t t a l e g e n d and at Tiffany Boyd on Twitter hit me up I am totally willing to make this your show because it is your show. Because we appreciate you.
And you can also find me at Alana Bearfields, A-L-L-A-N-A, Bearfield, B-A-R-E-F-I-E-L-D. Please comment, show love, and let us know what you want to talk about because we want to hear from you, the fans who make the football team, the Washington football team today. Absolutely. And that's where we'll leave it. Remember to stay riled up.